Ticket with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And this is Analyzing the Programming, the 2013 CrossFit Regionals. So much hype this year. So So much much hype. hype. After so much volume and weights and everything that everybody's been training since 2012. (laughs) Dude, okay, I loved your post when you were uh, announcing the 2012 and oh yeah you know the this is what changed the landscape of competitive training and you know all the people that were out it was this was such a massive time between that 2012 year and then this 2013 year of the all right did i lift enough to be massive enough to be able to do enough (laughs) i oh man there was do enough uh, workouts a day People's heads were exploding between that and those their two regional shoulders, and 12 and, and 13 knees. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. It, it's um, we'll start to see the fallout of the 2012 training season <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for what everybody interpreted from the 2012 regionals. As you guys, if you did not listen to our latest episode, go to our we've done what uh, 2010 kind of overview of what regionals was that year and then 11, 12. And we talked about the the fallout of the programming that was in 2012, that had nothing to do with CrossFit. It had everything to do with how individualized coaches and programmers took what was programmed and then just ran amok. <laughs> they just tried, man. They tried their best. They tried you know? really hard. It's like, dang, all right, they're going really heavy. So guess what? You got to go really heavy. We're going to go got to do a lot of stuff because obviously more is better. More is always better. More is always better better i hope you guys can hear the sarcasm in our voice <laughs> it is dripping all over my microphone <laughs> right now we, it's just drizzling when we all over say my that <laughs> but uh this will center around the 2013 regionals and we've already done open we've done the games this is our regional series so this has been really fun to do it's been a very anticipated series to go through these regional events and as we get into this we did. Um, I, we talked to you. La- I talked to you last week, off the podcast, about doing another mega episode, which I thought was a great idea. Another elimination style bracket mega episode, one in which you need to pull some beers out to do. One in which we will probably invite our pals over at the Talking Elite Fitness podcast. I want to see if me and Sean can get into another argument. <laughs> I know depending on what Tommy picks I'm pretty sure we're going to cross on a couple of them cuz his his likes and my dislikes are very paralleled. That's true. That's true. But uh we're going to do oh, another so mega episode an elimination style tournament of the greatest open workout ever programmed just like we did for the CrossFit Games. So we have that in the works right now. We're compiling the events. We'll send it out to our cohorts over at Talking Elite Fitness, Sean Woodland, Tommy Marquez, and we'll pick our top 10 each, whittle it all down to probably, this will be way easier since it's not 167 of them like we had to do for the CrossFit Games. The other thing is they kept doing the repeats. Oh, yes. So that kind of bumps those out too. So, I mean. Well, think, okay, it's been since 2011. The average has been, even with like the A's and B's, six. And then you cut out yeah. 
maybe you average five because there's repeats. So we, we probably have what, 50 to 55 events to pick from? Not that maybe. many. No. Not that many. I'm just going to spoiler it. I'm going to pick every chipper ever programmed. So yeah, no, you are. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already, what did I I'm do already well th- in? I'm already thinking that, that if it, if it's going to be one of the, for you, it'll be one of the, um, one of the wall ball rowing ones. That's what I think. Oh, well, see, here's the thing. That was my best event ever. That was not my favorite. Why? There, Just because it hurts so bad? Yeah, it sucked. It? Yeah, because I was good at it. That's so annoying. Well, th- this is what's going to be interesting is you don't have the the fanfare hype ah, of the you know yes, the, true. the grand stage and the the lights at the stadium and it's the open. Mm. So everyone's in there. That's, everyone's going to be in there wherever doing it. Yeah. And then so now you purely are going off of like the 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 frame in which you view what makes it good now. Yeah. Is not. You know, it was so great watching Rich and Josh in the man handshake afterwards and, and the battle and the crowd and the, and the lights. You didn't even talk about the event. That's you true. talked about all the stuff around the event. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now we're actually going to be talking about the event. So oh, welcome man. to my, we're finally in my realm now where we actually <laughs> get to talk about the event, not all the fanfare stuff around it. It's actually going to be talking about the event. So enough, I'm, I'm actually this kind of excited about it. Fanboy bull. That's right. God dang it. <laughs> Anyways, that, that is... That is in the work, so we'll uh, we'll keep you guys updated on when that show will take place. We will also do it live, just like we did last time, so you guys can interject. Sweet. We'll try to talk to our friends over at Fantasy Fitnessing and uh, see if we can make another little bracket, yeah. get some sponsors on board, throw out some goodies. I think it's going to be another good time. But yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. This is going to be much more maybe about the event than what surrounded the event. Or personal memories oh, on the event. And yes. That's what I mean. So I think I think okay. the the uh, the glasses in which you look through are mm-hmm. going to be much different than it was for the games. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll probably like fight more for like for our own personal subjectivity than that's why I think you're gonna uh, like the wall ball rowing ones. I'm telling maybe, you, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I didn't like that one, but I was good at that. But. Speaking of things I like, hmm. let's talk about Bub's Naturals. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I had a three-day weekend-ish. With kids, it's not really like a three-day weekend, but it's uh, three days of home with my family, which is always a great time. But I need a little extra boost in the morning, so it's not just the coffee. It's what I add to my coffee, that MCT oil powder, that collagen protein. I pop a couple of those apple cider vinegar gummies. And then I, I close the top and then I hide it immediately because, like we said before, they're just so dang good. You'll eat the whole bottle. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was, uh, and I don't want to find out the ramifications of that. No. I've done it with the other stuff. I don't want to do it that I way. wonder what they are. More is not better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're we're, we're full, full circle in the f- first five minutes of the podcast. More is not better. And that's uh, that goes along with MCT oil powder to begin with. I know it's amazing. I know it's delicious. It makes your coffee so creamy and satisfying. Yet, yes, there is a limit of which you should be adding to your coffee. It's a one scoop for a reason, Bill. That's right. Yeah, you, you can double scoop the collagen protein. But and I do. Be wary of double scooping the MCT oil powder. 
if you want to hear what it'll look like, go back to some of the other episodes where you can actually start <laughs> rhyming that and figure out exactly what we're talking about. And if you want to make sure you have the product to do so, go to bubsnaturals.com. Use the code GETWITH20 for 20% off every order every single time. And one thing we love about Bubs itself is not just who's behind the company, but what they do. And they donate 10% of all their profit to charity. So an amazing company to be partnered with as they do amazing things for other people. I want to thank Element 26. They just uh, they just did a little post about their thumb tape. I don't know if you saw that. They're just, you know, letting the world know if you don't have the world's greatest thumb tape. That. I know. You need to be careful because I hope you're the stocked with up. having such an awesome product. Like everybody wants it and then you can't get it out because you just get flooded by the world <laughs> trying to get all your thumb tape. You're on a hold for like another three weeks. Uh, no. like so that. You guys better Waiting get on get it. it back again. You better get on it because they just made a post about their awesome thumb tape, which we found, which we are in love with, which we want to share our discount with you guys. Use the code GETWITH15. That'll give you 15% off all U.S. orders. If you go to element26.co, that's .co, not .com. Go to element26.co, get on their website, get the thumb tape, and use the code GETWITH15 before they run out. And, Bill, I'm looking over to my left. And I see the Wattproof band that I got from Adam. You try it? And uh, I haven't tried it yet. I need, to, I need to set it up on my phone. But we just did a podcast with them that yeah. got released, uh, what was it, yesterday? It got released yesterday. I had to post it up on my story the yesterday. Difference Maker podcast with Wattproof. That was super fun. It was really cool. And th this is what's so great about Wattproof is they aren't, I mean, obviously we know that they're the video recording and, you know, all that kind of basic stuff, but there's, there's so much more than that. And, you know, they have in, with their pro pack, they have all their 12 week programs that they have templates that you could just, I mean, you, you pay, you pay the nine ninety nine a month and you have access to any of those programs, which is huge. So you, whatever you feel deficient in or you want to improve in and you know now is the time to really kind of you know start up in your game with any kind of holes you might have for the next season um you can look at all of those things but they have that they have nutrition stuff they have um where if you make the recordings you can battle side by side with some of the other athletes that are on there some of the big name athletes and Noah Olson, the Sarah Sugman's daughter the the Terry Helga daughters um, battle side by side, put your video right next to them. You can, uh, do whatever kind of different competitions that they have. Um, they had a rowing competition. I think it was last month or the month before that, mm -hmm. where it was just a rowing competition. Everyone hopped on there. You, you know, you, you hooked your rower up to your wadproof app and you could see on your video what your strokes per minute were, what your, um, that's so split cool. time was so cool. And then, I mean, you go, you go, then they have all the discounts. So when you when you actually make the re the recording, you get your quote unquote crypto wadproof coins, you That's know, right. where you have your little tokens that That's you get right. discounts for with all of the with all the the sponsors that they're involved with, um, and then they and then they have the 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 difference maker podcast that they just added that. So mm -hmm. I think we were the fifth one. Yeah, number five. Like they they are a full spectrum. If you want to improve yourself. Here's a whole bunch of things you can look at. You can listen to cool stuff. You can, you know, uh, uh, try out different different workout programs. You can record all the stuff that you have going on. And since you're with one of us, or if you want to be with one of us, we have the the get with code you can use with that for them to get twenty percent off a three month uh, subscription to that. It's just there's so much stuff there to use. You you got to use it. You got to check it out. It's definitely worth it. So the pro pack. 20% uh, off a three-month subscription for um, Get With, 
when you use get with and then you just have access to everything. But you could check out our podcast anyway. And it was it was interesting. The podcast. I didn't know which direction it would go. No I didn't idea. Know if they thought it, they knew what direction it would go. We definitely took it in a, a multitude of directions. <laughs> Man, we're just. That was we just fun. slap our jaws so much. We can just talk <laughs> about whatever, and we just do. Oh, it was really fun though. Yeah, there was a lot of OGness in in that podcast. Yeah, so if you wanna, yeah, yeah. Kind of get back to some of the starts of of CrossFit and in us and media. You know, I mean, we've been around this for a while now. If you want to kind of see kind of how we got into the game and what it looked like when we were there and the landscape of that time and and all that kind of stuff, like check out the pod. It was fun. It was yeah, fun. that was super time. fun. I had fun. I had a great time. I think it was, so, it was at the end. They're like, okay, we need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, like, oh, sorry. we got to wrap it up. Okay, cool. Just, yeah. just say when. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You asked a question. <laughs> you asked a question. Yeah. And we talked for 45 minutes. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like, you need to give us like shot clocks or something. <laughs> yep. What is that? Yep. Like, pardon the interruption? It's like, you have 60 seconds. Go. All right. Here's what we're here for. Analyzing the program in the 2013 CrossFit Regionals. Three days, seven scored events. Ooh, mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. two-parter on day one. The scoring table is the same, so it's points per place. So if you get first, you get one point. If you get 40th, you get 40. And the lowest points is basically your winner. Still taking the top three. We're still in our 17 different regions around the world. So our little mini regions that we had, which was just normal regionals back in the day. And uh, for me, this was, you know what? This was the last time I stepped on the floor as an individual. That's right. In 2013, I missed 2012 due to a shoulder reconstruction. And yeah, after this, I went team. Dang, right, I didn't did. even think I about remember that. that. I remember that. Oh, so long ago, so long ago. <laughs> what a what a glorious flame out this <laughs> <laughs> this weekend was for me. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, this was such an interesting. You know, just like we said at the top of the show, there was so much hype coming into this, and in, in the the big, strong athletes, mm-hmm. I mean, the juggernauts were coming out to do damage because they just thought, all right, yep, here we go. I, bring it, bring it. And then they started listing the stuff out and it was like, uh, yeah, wait a minute. Wait. I, I mean, it's still heavy, <laughs> right? It's still heavy, but the, the volume of stuff that you had to do this year, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, God Dang it. That was not what I was not really what I was training for myself up for <laughs> here, man. Come on. Uh, I love it. Uh, I, I, love I thought it was I, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was so I, man. It was so good. Yeah. So let's get into it. So we start with Friday individual event number one in the what it was our, our theme, our theory. That event one is it's that's the grabber that gets you hooked. Yep. That's like uh, it's like the beginning of a Marvel movie. You're just like, all right, we're in the middle of some type of like siege between Captain America and some oil tanker that's hijacked overseas and Black Widow flies in and all this amazing stuff. So we start with individual <laughs> event number one, Jackie, 1,000 meter row, 45 thrusters, or sorry, 45 pound thruster, 50 reps, and 30 pull ups. And the weight was the same for everyone. Yeah. 
just an empty barbell. Yeah. And this was really cool because, again, Jackie's one of those old school OG girl benchmark workouts that was essentially, you're like, okay, can it, when it was first, I was like, can anyone just go unbroken? They didn't even like put a time out there. And then it was, then it turned into like, okay, can anybody break, ooh, can anybody break like seven minutes? And then it was six. And then it was like, who knows? But when you put an event like this out at regionals with this giant pool, because I, I almost think it's better to do this than at the CrossFit Games. It's like at the CrossFit Games, you have your best, your best overall all-around fittest athletes in the world. But at regionals, you get a lot of specialists. Oh, man. Right? You, totally. got, you have yeah. people who are just good at that thing. We saw that in Diane yep. all over the world. And so I love when you get a benchmark event at regionals because then you're like, okay, now we get to see like, What's the human potential for this event? And after watching it go down and what I saw Jason Kalipa do and Elizabeth Akinwali do, I was like, I had no idea that this event could be done that fast. This, there was still kind of the old, you know, CrossFit website-ish where you would see, I mean, we kind of transitioned from the the old comment where everyone put their comments down in the comment board to, you know, a lot of people were doing like the, what was it, um, Beyond the Whiteboard, I think was yes. around this time, just kind of started up. And you would see times that people would get, and it just didn't make sense. You, I mean, there was a pretty, especially on Jackie, there was a big discrepancy. I remember the videos of seeing people do kind of the older videos of what they could do, mm -hmm. but you really had no idea what that was supposed to look like. Right. Um, when you get someone like uh, Akinwali or Kalipa and you throw them on the rower and they <laughs> yeah. rip the shit out of that goddamn thing. And you're yeah. like, but you have thrusters after that, right? <laughs> right. You know, where the most of us would be like, OK, you ha I mean, you have to row fast. Mm -hmm. You can't not row fast on it. Right. It ends up being too quick of a thing. So you have to row fast, but like you're trying, trying to decipher the pacing on that was unreal. And that's what was so great about Jason. He just didn't, he wasn't a pacing athlete, really not in his he, repertoire. Not he just went. Yes. And he, I mean, I remember him ripping that. I thought he was going to pull the goddamn cable Dude. off of that rower. And then the thrusters. I mean, he's a big, strong guy, so the thrusters not a big deal. And this is what was happening: is like everyone got to the point you pushed. The, I mean, you rode that red line oh. the entire race mm -hmm. to where I mean, everyone could do pull-ups, and so you're on the pull-ups, and you're like, "Oh God, hold on, hold right, on! You right. can't, you cannot break the pull-ups. You can't. Mm -mm. Like, if you expect to have any sort of time, you cannot break. So everyone's flying, and they get to like twenty. And it's that last 10, I mean, by fingertips, people <laughs> do what they need to do. This was, yeah. it was so painful, mm -hmm. so painful. Yep. And I mean, even training, like when we knew it came up, I remember training this and training it thinking, this is going to be the worst one. Like it's going to oh, hurt yeah. so yeah. bad. That heavy row into thrusters, which you can't stop. Nope. You can't, you can't stop on the thrusters. Nope. You can't break either. So because of that, oh man, because of that, it just it just like you said, the 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 big intro to the region mm -hmm. was this because it was a massive explosion of 
badass athletes right. just going ballistic off of event number one. I mean, yeah. right out of the gates, oh, they're yeah. coming out hot. Where you're seeing epic fails right out of the, right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, unreal. It well, was unreal. And what was cool is you know we just said is it, it, they came screaming off of the rower. Yes. Prior to regionals, we all like did Jackie as fast as we could, and and really before regionals, if you broke six, you were elite. Yeah, elite. If if you broke six, five fifty eight, you're elite. And then this comes into regionals, and now you're like, okay, everyone is going to go unbroken on the thrusters. Everyone's going to go unbroken on the pull ups. There's going to be no separation other than maybe like stature. And so now Jackie has turned into a row workout when it never was a row workout. Prior right. to regionals, the thousand meter row was like a it was just a buy-in because like, can I do my thrusters unbroken and maybe hang on to my pull-up bar? That was it. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, can I row at like a 330, which is a 145 pace, which is not a slow row? But like, okay, now I have two and a half minutes to break six. <laughs> right? <laughs> Think about that. What I just said. And that's how we used to approach it. Like, maybe I'll take a quick break. I'll go 30, 20, and then 15, 10, 5 on the pull-ups or whatever, right? And that's yeah. what it was. And then regionals came, and now Jackie's a row workout. Now I'm having a row like a 315 or a 320 because I cannot lose 10 seconds off the rower or I've, or I've lost. Yeah. And that was really cool to see. And then Jason Kalipa goes out and breaks five. Yeah. Which disgusting broke he was five so fast. and my brain at the same time. Oh, I, I remember I remember doing the event and I remember thinking I was still telling myself, I'm like, okay, go fast but not too fast. Go right. fast but not too fast, because you gotta hang with these guys. And I'm looking at my at my splits and I'm like, dude, you're going way too fast. <laughs> you're going way too fast. Cause I mean you just get wrapped up in everybody. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I was in SoCal, so I'm in there. I have Dave Lipson, I have Josh Bridges, I have Kenny Leverich, I have all of these, all of these names. And I'm like, okay, guys, let's go line them up. <laughs> and I'm pulling, I'm just like, oh, geez, here yeah. we are. We're pulling a 135 on this. What am I doing? Yes. It uh, was good. It was, a, it was a cool way to start the weekend. And you're right. It was just, you see people racing on a row and then just like sprinting to their barbells. People are like dropping empty bars left and right. That was, the, oh, that was probably the worst part of everything. Just like <laughs> bang, bang, bang. I'm like, Oh my gosh, can we make a rule that you can't do that? <laughs> only, only the gym owners were the concerned world's about that. <laughs> worst sound. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was unbroken or bust. And that was, that was your only choice. And I thought oh, it was really cool that the level of competition changed what this event originally was. It's like yeah. if you if you programmed Helen at the at regionals now, it it would just be a a run sprint. Totally. Just running as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah, totally. But that was really cool. That was a really cool way to start things off. And then we move from event one to event two. It's event two and three. It's basically a two part event. Seven minutes to establish a three rep max overhead squat, but the kicker was it had to start from the floor. And there's another kicker to that. It was you had to start at a certain weight. Mm -hmm. And what were those weight choices? It was like 225. It was like 185, 225, 255. I think those are your, were those your three? Let me find this. Yeah. You had, you had to pick a starting weight. Let me make sure I get this correct. Men's starting weight. Yep. 
135, 185, 225, 255. Women's was 85, 125, 150, 175. And then once you picked at a certain weight, the men must make 10-pound jumps. So, like, you couldn't do 225, then jump to 265. Right. Right? Um, and the women had to pick five-pound ones. And I remember that 225, this was, I don't know how intentional this was, but those weight choices were so in the middle of everyone's <laughs> kind of like max, right? And I just remember for myself, I knew I could do over 255, but I didn't think I could start at 255. And then I was like, okay, well, I know I can do 225, but by the time I got to 225, 35, 45, I, I was too fatigued. Yeah. Right. And I think my goal was 265. That was like a huge goal. And there was this huge for everybody where to start. Yeah. And then that you can only jump 10. It was, it was really cool because it was a strength test, but it was also a strategy and stress test, I felt. Yeah. That the, the jump between those two top ones. Uh, and this is, and this is one of the things where, we were learning how to warm up for a lifting event, mm, a strength event, mm -hmm. when you would be held in the stalls for 10 minutes. So like you'd be warming up in the back, you'd be all ready to go. And then you got to wait 15 minutes before you actually get out on the floor and start to lift again. Dude, they would call us up so early. Yeah. So there was, so a, I mean, that, that was a very unique thing. And so I think even, I, I think that really affected how much people could lift out of the mm -hmm. game. I, I remember I messed up a lot. I knew I could do the 275. I knew I could do it. Like I, I wanted to get in there, which means I had to start at 255. Right. Which means you come out cold, <laughs> right. clean, and jerk 255 over your head, get it to your back, go wide, get it up. You know, you got to get mm -hmm. it up locked out and mm -hmm. jerk that up from behind the back and then get into your squat. And they had that, um, they had the mark. You know, depending how many you got, so they oh, did the yeah. pick the weight, and then it's like, did you get point three? Right. Meaning you got all three reps, or point two that you didn't yeah, get all yeah, three yeah. of them. So I mean, there was a lot of things that were happening, and, and I can't remember. There was something that happened with uh, uh, Andrea Agar, because hmm. uh, I think if you didn't, oh, I think if you didn't she make a lift, got, you were done. Yeah. If you didn't get a lift, oh, that's right, you were canceled out of the event. Well, I think that's what the rule was. Yeah. But I don't think that's what they did. So, yeah, there was a lot. There was some issue with that. And I remember I remember that being a big deal. So th that was the other thing. It was like, OK, well, now do you take the do you take the risk of mm. going heavy that you might not make it? Or do you play it safe and go lighter and hope that you can get a lot more reps, or a lot more of the sets and they're building to what you're trying to get to? Yeah, because if you miss it, then you're out. Yeah, you're right. So you're screwed. Minimum work requirement. Three overhead squats at your opening weight, which was another stressor. Yeah. So do I pick the 255? Because I don't know if I'll make it or not. If I don't make it, then I'm out of the competition. I'm done. Uh, dude, I... Our I, regionals is done. I practiced this event more than any other one. Really? Yeah. And I would try to do like a warm-up and a rest and a start. And I of I knew that if I wanted to, if I wanted to make the games, I had to hit... 265 with a shot at 275. That was my goal. Yeah. That means yeah. I had to start at 255, but every time I practiced it, I never, I got three one time. 
mm. one time. And I would fail the third rep over and over and over. And I only was successful to do it one time. And so I'm walking out there on the floor, having only done this one time. And I'd, I did in lifters, right? I'm coming off. Uh, I would wear lifters. And then fi- <laughs> before we walked out, I was like, screw it. I'm wearing my nanos. And I, I tossed the lifters because I kept bailing forward, like missing uh, my lift yeah, forward. Yeah. So I was like, screw this. And so at the last second, I put on nanos that I have not practiced in once for weeks and went out there, got 255, hit 265, and I think one or two reps at 275. Nice. And it, that, but it just, dude, that, that weighed on me so, so stressful. There, yeah, that was a, that was a big, uh, you know, it, it threw a it lot of people because for a it loop. wasn't just the, it wasn't the, the physical piece. It was now the mental piece. Could you, you had to yeah. pick your own adventure and that may dictate completely whether you're going to be in the top five or the bottom five, the top 10, mm-hmm. you know, going into this. I mean, it's like, great. Okay. You went two twenty-five. Sorry. Yeah. You ran Sorry, out you of time. You only had seven minutes. You didn't get enough. Sorry. Yeah. Think about that. It's like, okay, I have to hit 265, but I can't open at 255 cold. It's like, all right, yeah. we have seven minutes to get there, but you got to do 225, 35, 45, 55, four sets of three in seven minutes with an opportunity to just do 265. <laughs> and really, now that I think about it, because I was more stressed about it then and I never thought about it again, but this was fun. Oh, man. This was really I, fun. A fun way to like force people into weird situations other than just be like, grr, strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's a, it's also a confidence in your strength. Mm-hmm. Not just do you have the strength. Because everyone can be strong in their gym where it's, you know, their bar and their special little area that they do all their lifts in and all that kind of stuff where they feel very confident and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a competitive setting you are forced to pick the place that you want to go. There's one that you know you can do, one that you know you need to do. Right. Do you have the confidence to do that? And then, you know, wh- what kind of belief do you have in yourself to, to hit those numbers and to make them happen? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of headspace in this event. Uh, so it's a strength, obviously, um, all kinds of flexibility and stability and mobility. Uh, piece and then the mental piece it is like i mean it is a complete uh it's a complete event it's pretty oh, yeah. it's pretty cool it was pretty really cool. cool and the other stressor i think that people didn't really take into account until you were doing it was from the floor i love that part cuz i feel like if it was from the rack there's not as much stress totally. cuz part of the hard part was just getting the damn bar over your head yeah, because if you started on lightweight, look at all those cleans you had to do. Heavy cleans. Actually, heavy clean and jerk to get it up over your head. Yeah. I think I PR'd my power clean while on the <laughs> regional floor. <laughs> well, you definitely didn't want to have to squat this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't squat clean this. And oh, boy, that's very apparent later on the, <laughs> in the weekend. Uh, so that was event two. However... Immediately following this, there was a two-minute break. So you had a seven-minute time frame to hit your weight. At the seven-minute mark, there was a two-minute break, and then you rotated to the rings, 
and it was four time 30 burpee muscle-ups on the rings super unique choice very unique choice um never seen it never thought about doing it we i think the closest we ever got because of unless someone just decided to make something up was burpee pull-ups and gi jane gi jane which is 100 burpee pull-ups for time yeah and a burpee ring muscle-ups and we're like oh okay and one part of me is, like I said, is I'm, I'm coming off shoulder surgery. So like my gymnastics endurance wasn't there because I haven't been able to practice it in volume, right? Just be getting, getting to be able to do a ring muscle up one year post-op was a miracle, not a miracle, but it wasn't a sure thing, right? right, right. Let alone a heavy overhead squat. But the fact that they put the burpee in there, I was like, thank you, God, because yeah. that slowed down all of the like gymnastic freaks because it was just 30 ring muscle-ups for time i'm like i'm getting last like i'm just gonna get last i can't do that many in a row but when they put the burpee in there i was like game changer yeah and i think a lot like a lot like what we just saw in event two is that if it was just seven minutes go out there and hit your heaviest three the big guys would have just blown it out of the water but when you had to pick where you started and you could only jump 10, I feel like that leveled the playing field. And so in event three, throwing the burpee in there also did the same thing. And there was a lot, there was a lot of elements. It wasn't just burpee muscle up. So, I mean, I, it took, it took the transition of the muscle up out. So you don't get that. You don't have that usual momentum that you can use, you know, to swing into that. Cause you got to mm-hmm. come down every single time. Right. You have to set the rings every single time Right. and look at what you just did prior to this mm-hmm. you had to do 50 thrusters so you're pushing you had to do 30 pull-ups so you're pulling and all the rowing fast then you went overhead squat right away so you're you know again shoulder stability then you get to this and what blows out is your push right. i think everyone could do the the pull for the most part but i remember watching people would come down for the burpee and not put their hands down yes. they would roll their body to the ground and then try to get up using their legs, not using their arms because their arms have been used so much today. They needed to save it for that, uh, the dip, yeah. you know, on the, on the, on the muscle up part, it was such a weird, man, this was a, this was a really weird, I liked what it was. I, I mean, I did okay. I didn't do great on this one, but I liked what it was mm-hmm. as far as a, a, a test. And as far as a cap for day one, Yeah, it was so weird. It was but weird. Man, Man, there were some there were some people that were really good at this. Holy cow! Way <laughs> yeah. better than I was expecting. I mean, yeah, it's just the fact of just the fact of coming off the ring. You're racing, but you have to come off the rings and not throw them and launch yeah. them all, all over the place so that you can jump back up and do their next one. So you have to come down nice and easy and set the rings. Go down do your burpee, which also messed with your pull. Right. Because yeah. lowering yourself because usually like you just drop from the top because I want to save my arms. I don't want to lower myself into the bottom of that position yeah right? that takes effort that messes with your grip and it's funny as you would think more, you would see more ring failures if it was just 30 for time right because oh, yeah. people just burned out but you're right that that fatigue of the press of the thrusters from event one the pull and that was only 30 reps and then we just sat overhead with heavy weight for seven minutes and now the burpee from the floor and so yeah you'd see all these people get on top of the rings and just could not do a ring dip yeah in those last five reps 
go back and watch if you go back and watch some of the youtube videos from the regionals i remember i remember specifically doing uh i think me and you did we do central east this year you so this is we we all did central east but that's when we had two teams so you and sean i think you sean and tanya did individuals and then i did Uh, teams with uh i think sheree uh we i remember watching the guys uh, are you talking uh, about guys are you gonna specifically talk about rich? not putting their hands down on the burpees oh they would go, they would go yeah. down to their knees they would lay on their chest they would push off their elbows not off their hands because they didn't want to use their triceps at all mm-hmm. and their shoulders at all they would push back into like onto their knees step up like a lunge that's how they would do their burpees so that yeah. they could save the push yeah. for the for the uh the ring muscle it was a trip man again it was trying to figure something out on the fly and then this was one of those events that as the weeks went on people started to see the strategies that people were using and what worked and, and if this person did really really well how were they setting this up you know everyone could do everyone could do the first 10 but it's like what you got into like the last 10 what was the time frame that they were using when they were in there? What was, were there, was there a cadence? People would come off the muscle ups and go, you know, go right down to the burpee right away and then have their break time being before they hit the muscle up rather than yeah. trying to make it was, it was really interesting. Uh, but a, a really cool way to finish the first day. A lot, a lot of different things were thrown at everyone on this day one. Oh yeah. I mean, you got your Benchmark workout start, you have your three modalities, monostructural weightlifting gymnastics, then you have a strength test bias, and then you have a gymnastics test bias, all after the end of day one. So <clears throat> at the end of the day, you had a pretty good sample of how the field yeah. is stacking up for the weekend. And, and, and I, didn't even, I didn't even really think about this. The, the classic, and you, you've always talked about this, they need a name for the 30 muscle-ups for time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the 30 muscle ups for time. They there just put is. burpees in there too. <laughs> so like, you know, again, a, a little tweak on one of the normal CrossFit-y yeah. events, you know? Oh, so, okay. So I remember we, we named them. The we Briggs. Had, is it Samantha is Oh, one bar? is ring and one is bar, huh? I think Samantha is bar and then Briggs is rings. I think you're right. 30 for yeah. time. So we did, <laughs> we did burpee Briggs. <laughs> All right, so that was the end of day number one. As we move into the start of day number two, and when this event got announced, I think I said this on another podcast that we had earlier, I was convinced this was a team workout. (laughs) Individual event number four, we had the hundreds in 2011, and then we just decided to like get the ooze from... Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> and it's 100 wall ball shots, 20 and 14, to a 10-foot target. Doing so well. Yeah. We did the same thing last year in the finale, in 2011. 100 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 100 alternating pistols, 100 alternating dumbbell snatches at 70 and 50. And my jaw dropped when I found out this wasn't a team workout. They're like, no, that's your workout. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's like, all right, we tested some high-intensity triplet and some strength overhead and some gymnastics, and then we're just like, boom. Boom, volume. 100s of just, just 
hard work. Hard when the easiest part of the event is a hundred wall ball shots. Like, <laughs> what? This was gnarly. Uh, it was gnarly. So and, and again, fun, it, it was <laughs> it was so interesting because the we were relatively new at how to pace. We didn't really understand. I don't think as a as an athletic community of of what. We understood the very general idea of like, okay, don't kill yourself, but what does that mean exactly? So for wall ball, I was like, all right, cool. I'll do sets of 50, you know, and thinking that that's somehow going to work. And I remember this was the one time where even, I mean, even for me watching Rich at the regional level here, yeah. I mean, here's the champ doing what he does. And he had, he always, one of his best things is he, he knew exactly how hard to push himself. And, and he would, he would do pacing sets that you wouldn't think that the best in the world would do. And, and when he was doing sets of five on the chest of our pull-ups, yep. I was like, okay, I hope people are watching this because here is the best in the world doing sets of five. Mm -hmm. There is no reason why anybody else should be doing more than that. Yeah. But what do you see? You see people busting out, coming out. I'm going to do, I'm going to do 25. Yeah. Before it sets to 25. Big no, set. you're not. Big set right no, off the you're band. not. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really, it was interesting seeing that. And, and, I, and you know, again, the, the dumbbell snatches on this one, oh. man, talk, it was just such, <laughs> it was a beating, dude. It was a beating. It oh. was a beating. And why I remember I remember being on the floor and like you'd march down that would they have it sets of like 20? Um 20 or 25, something like that. 20, 20. And it just seemed like that length that you had to walk, dude, was miles long. <laughs> it did seem miles like miles long. <laughs> I'm like, I am at 40 right now. I'm never gonna finish. I remember I remember thinking that in the pistols, being like at 60 and thinking, dude, I have 140 reps to go on things still. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, what is it? Last year when we're like, oh, 50 pistols in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we'll just double it the next year. <laughs> no, you guys you guys got better, right? After practice. A hundred wall ball shots. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chest bar. Yeah, I mean wall ball, chest bars, a hundred chest bar pull-ups like that. That was so many. And we've already done yeah. 30 pull-ups and 30 and ring muscle-ups. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then you do the pistols and then you, you basically go into that dumbbell smoked, smoked, your legs are smoked, your back smoked and your arms are smoked. Yeah. And now you have to do a dumbbell snatch, which requires all of them, which is part, you know, that's why it is where it is, right? That's part of the design of this event is yeah. that there was so much disruption getting to the dumbbell. And then it was just like. It didn't really matter how strong you were or conditioned. It was just, you, you weren't really going to fail. I mean, some people were, but they were not part of the equation anyways, as far as who's going to the CrossFit Games. Then it was just right. like, who's willing to continue on this dumbbell death march to the finish line? Oh, man. It was brutal. And if you look at what we've seen so far, right, this is just a, a whole new element to the programming for the weekend, which was just rough 
just... I, but I, you know, I mean, I, I love how it's designed, though. I mean, you got yeah. you got the squats with the wall balls, and you go to the pool with the chest. Ball. I mean, again, not 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 comparing it or putting it in place with the other events, mm-hmm. but just specifically the event by itself. Squatting, pulling, squatting, pulling. It's just it, like it's a nice back and forth between the two. Granted, the yeah. pulling isn't exactly the same, but like the just in generality, it's moving you from one end to the other end to the other end to the other end. It's, I mean, it's yeah, you're right. It's, That's it's kind really of... it's a it's a very cool setup. Interesting. And it, it, I mean, you could very easily I, I've seen events where people will do. Well, it'll be wall ball, pistol, chest to bar, dumbbell snatch. And it's mm-hmm. like, OK, did did you not see? Right. What it was supposed to look at. I mean, like this is set up to where it, I mean, the volume breaks. is high. Yeah, so you're yeah. constantly moving. You don't necessarily feel the relaxation, but it gives you a break moving from one piece yeah, that's to the true. next piece to let you come back and go to the next piece to hit that volume and then break to, you can go back to the next piece and work on the pulling part. Cause you're not really, you're not squatting on the snatches. Yeah. You know, you're not obviously not squatting on the pull-ups um, and the wall balls are, are they're obviously shitty. And then you get the hundred break of the pull-ups before you get into the pistols. Yep. So it gives you just enough to where it's like, okay, cool. You'll be rested for the first 50 and then you'll be mm-hmm. sucking for the second. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but it's, a, it's a really, it's a cool event. It's a, I, I, it's ugly. A, this is a big, it's ugly, big it's boy cool. event. Like not, not like yeah. athlete size wise, just like. Moxie. You got to pull up your big you know, pants. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you had to lace your shoes up real tight for this one. <laughs> and I think I overtied them for that one because <laughs> in the next one, I just was like, okay, here we are again. Oh, yeah. You you had a bad event four to event five transition. You did, Bill. <laughs> I just remember Shut laughing when up. this was up. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, yes. Here we go. So we are at the halfway point of the weekend. Before we get there, we Bill, we want to talk never. about our programmatron of the week. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. If you guys follow us on Patreon.com, thank you. If you don't, go over to Patreon.com forward slash get with the program and support the show more than you already do for exclusive content, audio, and as well as merchandise and programming. For six bucks a month, you can support the show on Patreon. And every week, we draw a random Patreon supporter and give them free month of programming from the show. And this week's winner... Who has been a patron for eleven months, Bill? Wow, eleven months. That's like an, that's like an OG Patreon. Right that's there. right, Chelsea. I want to say Gable, G E B E L, G E B E L, Gable, 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 Gabel, Gabel. We're sorry for messing up your last name, but Chelsea, Chelsea's awesome. Chelsea, thank you for being a Patreon supporter, aka Programmatron. And a little about Chelsea. She says she started cross it back in. <gasps> 2013, <laughs> the same time we're doing this regional. Start across it back in 2013 at Seven Valley CrossFit in Cortland, New York, because I was fresh out of college and needed something to keep me in shape and find some friends. I love the post-college fitness community journey. I'm a big oh, fan man, of totally. that. I had heard about CrossFit Palace in Ithaca, New York, a.k.a. Tim Paulson's gym. What up? What up, Tim? <laughs> which is about 30 minutes away, and I'd been looking into that, but then Seven Valley opened up in Cortland, so I decided that this was the time to give it a shot. And I was hooked, absolutely loved it, and I've been doing it ever since. Met some of my greatest friends and my husband at CrossFit. 
Fun fact. Ooh, this is a fun fact. My husband reached out to Tommy and Sean over at Talking Elite Fitness and got them to do the intro to the reception at our wedding last year. Oh, no way. That's really cool. Safe to say we're both CrossFit nerds. We currently work out at Swagler Strength in Auburn, New York. Well, Chelsea, think. Oh, there it is. She wrote at the bottom. I had it right the first time. She, <laughs> she knew I was going to say the name wrong. Gable. Also rhymes with table. Props to my husband for giving me a difficult last name. <laughs> my wife sometimes says the same thing. <laughs> my, my wife's uh, last name is Robertson, which is a strong lawyer name, I feel like, because my wife's an attorney. But then I gave her Ingram. But it's spelled differently, so it really pisses her off when people say it wrong. She's like, oh, Robertson was so much better. <laughs> so, Chelsea, thanks for being a supporter of the show. If you guys want to support the show more than you already do for six bucks a month, go to patreon.com. Don't go there. I don't know what that website will look like. Patreon.com forward slash get with the programming and support us for six bucks a month. We have a free workout of the week with a video from Bill or I. I believe it, uh, Bill, you were last week. It's now my turn. You're and if you up. want a little bit extra, we do daily programming, one workout every single day. Bill has been on the train for the last few days here in September, and they are awesome. A lot of cool feedback. I, I saw your one that you called um, Nate Girls. Nate yeah. Nate Girls. <laughs> so that was really cool. And that reminded me what we're doing um, here at, at Big D is every Friday we're doing combo girl workouts. Oh, okay. And the one we did last week, which is really funny that you programmed Nate Girls, is I did Nasty Grace. Ooh. Yeah, so you know, Nasty Girls is three rounds of time, 50 air squats, seven muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups, and 10 hang power cleans mm -hmm. at 135 and 95. I just switched it to power clean and jerks. Oh, like wow. 135 Grace, and 95? 135 and 95. So same reps, same weight, but you get full Grace coupled with Nasty girls, and I made yeah. nasty grace. I like it. It was super fun. I like that. By one. fun, I mean it was terrible, but <laughs> yeah, but that's it. So we want to thank Chelsea for supporting the show. If you guys want to get a free month of programming or in the running for it, you guys can become a Patreon supporter of the show, aka our lovable programmatrons. We want to thank you guys all out there for supporting the show. All right, halfway through. So individual event number four was that Monster 100s chipper. It couldn't have gone any better for myself. I won it. <laughs> Stud. And then Dave screws me again. And <laughs> here comes a repeat event. 21-15-9. Deadless at 315 and 205. And box jumps at 30 inches and 24 inches. And it's a great couplet. It's a parallel event to what we already did in the morning. But it totally broke me <laughs> it, for the second time. <laughs> Man, I, I yeah, I oh. just I, all I could do is laugh at this one. I'm yeah. like, well, okay, yeah, here we go, damage control, and it was amazing how much better everyone like everyone took the okay, I got to get super strong from the last year. Yep, paid off. I went this one in there, <laughs> and the the speed that people went on this particular event dude i i it was i, I got unbelievable dusted what dusted. place what i could place not believe how fast they went what place did you get i don't remember 
I know what place I got. I was trying. I was trying to hold my ego together. I don't remember. <laughs> Dude, when all these events got announced, because uh, you know, last time I competed was 2011, and the event that kept me out of the CrossFit Games was this one. And all this buildup of being a year off and then coming back in and he re he repeated this one. I was like, of course, <laughs> the gods are testing me. Did you work on this? <laughs> no, I didn't work on this. <laughs> my back still messed up from 2011. I just pieced my shoulder back together over the last 16 months. And now I have to do this event again. And, you know, you said he got dusted, but I, this is so for me. So I won event four. And I got last in event five. I got first and then I got 41st. <laughs> I just, I, I got hurt. I, you know, my, I blew my back up in the first seven reps. I got no rep on two of them. And that was really it. That was, that was really the end of my regionals is, is during this event. Oh, man. This was, this was where, and this was the year that everyone learned how to ride the line of, are you bouncing the bar or are you not <laughs> bouncing the bar? Some like people that, did like, not ride that, it very That's well. how you could tell that people were practicing this event between the 2012 and then this year. Yeah. Um, because you, I, I never thought about bouncing the bar. I didn't think that that was really even a, a way to even think about it or do it. Right. Dude, there was, all kinds of bouncing There's and i mean and, you know and, and trying to figure out trying to figure out how to make it legal mm -hmm. while still right i mean again this is this is competitive so you, you're trying to you can cut as many corners as you can as long as it's within yeah the confines of the rules trying so to find an trying edge. to figure out what that what that looks like and I, all i was saying was i i remember trying <laughs> and I couldn't nearly bounce it at the tempo. <laughs> These other guys were moving. I just couldn't do it. I think there's something wrong with my plates. They're not bouncing. <laughs> How come I got the metal ones over here? I, must be like a, and we were at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. So, I mean, we were on the cement. I mean, like we're right. on the ground, you know? Yeah. I just, can I get some of those high temp ones, please? <laughs> I felt like somebody <laughs> subbed out my blue pound plates for kilo plates. <laughs> I was like, is this 425? Cause it feels like 425. Oh man. Yeah. That was, I mean, look, the, the tale of two different events between event four and event five, this is, this is a good test. It's heavy. It's super, super fast. I mean, now people are going sub three, like yeah. it's a true 21, 15, nine test. Now we're in 11. It was, you know, more of like three to five mm -hmm. and you're coming off this just massive high volume slog fest. And then you just go, full gas pedal to the floor with heavy weight and a high box, right? Yeah. These things are still heavy. It's still high, but you're right. The evolution of the athlete over the last two years, since this was in, done in 2011, just, it's a, they, they changed what the event is. Yeah. Just with their ability. And yeah, yeah. all that, all that, uh, 2012 programming paid off. <laughs> they, they got it. All Not that so much maybe on the event. hundreds, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that closes out Saturday as we move to event number six, and we start things off with a chipper, second one of the weekend. Starts with 100 double-unders, 50 handstand push-ups you can kip, 40 toes-to-bar, 30 shoulder-to-overhead with the axle bar at 160 and 100, and then a 90-foot front rack walking lunge with the same axle bar. And... 
you know, we had Diane last year, which was 45 reps. We had the run, handstand, push-up, row in 2011, which was 30. So 30, 45, 50. We're evolving the volume of the handstand push-ups. And listen, this is a, a unique chipper. Not a bad one. This is a, This was a tough event. And those front rack lunges at the end, I mean, we went from what was, I would say, high-skill gymnastics tapered into, like, strength endurance. It's a good chipper. I actually liked Not it. Design-wise, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't think that we needed to have two of these events in this weekend. And, you know, if we once we start getting to, like, looking at the whole thing. Right. But when I look at this event by itself mm -hmm. um not comparing it to anything else awesome setup oh, yeah. the the i think the numbers <clears throat> i think the numbers are right uh it made for a it made for like i this would have been a very fun final if it was the final mm -hmm. because the lunges were exciting because people were it was one of those ones where everyone's failing on the last step <laughs> So there was a lot of cheering and yeah. a lot of hype with yeah. the crowd and uh, a lot of really good things that were going on there trying to determine, I mean, because everyone's pushing that limit mm -hmm. and that was, that was a lot of, I mean, people have done weighted lunges, I mean, in the training, but like, but doing this with this amount of weight mm -hmm. was hard. And you had, I mean, again, if you were, if you were going to race this, you did the 30 shoulder to overhead. You're trying to do those as unbroken as possible. Yeah. And then not putting the bar down to get right into the lunges. So your shoulders are smoked and then you have them compressed. Right. In that front rack lunge. And it, I mean, there was a lot for the athlete. There was a lot of pain and you had to, you had to take on a lot to do that and, you know, and kind of, you know, hold on for dear life kind of a deal. And yeah. it made it really exciting for the athlete or for the, uh, the crowd definitely to watch it. There was a lot of loud cheering in the anticipation of each step with every one of those athletes <laughs> as they're moving was, it was awesome. So the design is great. Mm -hmm. I, I think the design is great. Yeah. Um, if you had to choose that, me personally, I don't think we needed both of these chippers in there. I, I don't know why they're both there. Yeah. I don't know which one I would rather have over the other. Honestly, I like them both. I mean, I think they're really, really great events. Yeah. I don't it know how, I don't know how I would pick. There if two, I had to toss one. Well, let's do this at the end. Yeah, How no, no, that? I would just, right? just prep no, I, it in your head okay. since we're talking yeah, about yeah. this one now. That, now I'm thinking. Okay, good question. We'll answer that at the end. Um, I, I'm totally with you. In a bubble, kick-ass chipper. Totally. 100 double-unders, shoulder fatigue, high, uh, moderate skill, monostructural. 50 handstand push-ups. A lot, but not too much. But that the intensity that you have to go because it's a descending rep chipper... Yeah. You had to go harder than you probably would have wanted to. Toes to bar, 40 toes to bar. Pretty high volume. Not the most we've seen in an event, right? We had a 50 at the ending chipper in um, 2011. In fact, it was doing numbers the other direction. Look at all um, the whole, look at all the pulling, like on your hands. Yeah, you've I was going to say, it's like we've, we've done a lot of pulling up at this point. Mm -hmm. um, the shoulder overhead, the axle bar was a fun wrinkle that if you aren't used to it, it just is something you need to, it's not going to ruin your event 
or really throw you for a loop. It's just one of those where you accept the awkwardness and difference and you just go. Right. right. 30 at 160 is a lot. Yeah. On day three, on event six, after the 150 and 40 to get there. And then you're right. Those front rack lunges under fatigued shoulders, fatigued core, elevated heart rate, and just gassed. That 90-foot walking lunge, like you said on the snatches, is like was might as well have been a mile. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, I in a bubble, I really do like this chipper in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, how it fits in the grand scheme of the weekend, I'm with you. I, I have um, questions that we should we'll answer at the end. Yeah. Um, and then we come to the final event of the weekend, event number seven. Essentially four rounds for time, two 15-foot rope climbs, four squat cleans at 225 and 135, but the bar was, you know, it says 100 feet to the rig. It was just far away from the rig. It, it doesn't... <laughs> a distance. Yeah, a distance away <laughs> from the rig. So you had to climb over here on one side of the competition floor, do cleans on the other side, and they put them away so... The run did matter. If you walked, you would lose time. If you ran, you would lose energy. But um, that was the finale. This was the start that I would say is a shorter finale. Um, in years past, they probably would have flipped seven and six, um, where six, that, that chipper would have been the final event. They've had that in 2011 and 2012. They probably didn't do that because you'd be doing event seven coming off the deadlift one, which is a very similar movement pattern from clean to deadlift but uh yeah this was a finale it was heavy it was high skilled it was high power output and intensity at the end under at this time after everything that these athletes done just total and complete fatigue those squat cleans were so heavy <laughs> they were the they were heaviest so heavy. squat cleans i felt like i had a like a rubber body like i i could not get my core tight so when oh, that bar yeah. landed on me, I just folded. <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't secure my midline. My, I couldn't keep my back flat. Like I was just, I mean, I, there was a lot of other things going on for me at the time physically, but yeah, this was a beating. Yeah, a total beating. I mean, and it's a lot, again, a lot of pulling. I, I love the event. I mean, I, I did okay in, in this one. I remember that. I remember watching some people do just going so goddamn fast. Um, they were able to make those squat cleans look light. Yeah. And I remember feeling every single one of those reps, <laughs> every single one of them. Um, I like, the, I really do like this event. Uh, mm-hmm. I, being that it's the last event, I, I feel it was very anticlimactic as far as like on a spectator. Yeah sort of setup. Um, I think it would have been a better event to have somewhere in the scheme of the day, whether it's, you know, the first event on, on, uh, day three or, you know, on day one or day two somewhere, uh, you know, mixing things up. I, again, I like the event itself. Um, it just, the finish seemed kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, so far of the three regionals that we've done, we always seem to have an issue with the final. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's remember, it's like, well, why was that one even there? I think that was yeah. last year's, and the one right. before that was like, eh, I, I don't, I don't really 
get this one. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of feel like Tom Hanks and big on that. It's like, ah, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. And then I same on this one. I get this event. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but I don't get why it's here. It doesn't, it doesn't make for a good final. And again, you know, we're early in the days of trying to have that, um, that meshing between programming and competition and broadcast and, mm-hmm. you know, spectator experience and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So um, I don't really know. I, I like the event. I mean, I would love to do, I would love to do this one. I mean, in the gym, you know, as, as far yeah. as a, a regular, just gym workout, I think it would be awesome. Um, but just seems weird. I don't know. Yeah. We actually, we program this last Saturday. Yeah. Last Saturday, about five rounds and no, oh, nice. and no big runs. So yeah, yeah it, it was one to do in the gym. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um, all right. So I'm with you. It was, um, there wasn't a lot of like drama in this one because of the way it was laid out. It's not a bad event. No, it's a great event. And that was when I was, okay. Event six, which was the chipper we just had, that would have been a really cool final. Totally. Because it wasn't all kitchen sinky as maybe the last two were, especially 2012. 2012 was something else entirely, <laughs> right? But you have pe- there's, there's re- it's really hard to beat a walking lunge to the finish finale. Totally. <laughs> when you talk about drama and spectator friendly and, and you know, like crowd enthusing um, setup. But yeah, it was just like, okay, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Done. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So that brings us to the end of the 2013 CrossFit Regionals. And now we will go back and look at what we did, how we did it, and the way we got there from start to finish. So Jackie, again, we had that buy-in with a 1,000-meter row, which mattered now. So it wasn't just like a casual 1,000. I I think someone argues... A faster thousand than they had at the end of 2011. People probably started without with. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Which is crazy, right? To start with that. Um, yeah. Light barbell, squat, press, overhead, 30 pull-ups. And then you go to the barbell, overhead, squat. Started from the floor. So every rep, you either start with a snatch or a power clean to get it to or above the shoulders. Uh, three rep max, overhead, squat. So there's your strength test. You had to do that in seven minutes. Had a two-minute break straight into 30 burpee ring muscle up so you had the ring muscle up pull the dip but also not to be overshadowed was the dip press from the floor with the burpee that affected the rings then you move to event number four another squat press just like we had with the thrusters double the reps for 100 wall balls 2014 to a 10 foot target 100 chest bar pull-ups. We have some more pull-ups now that chest the bar. So we've done 30 pull-ups. We've done 30 muscle-ups. And now we're doing 100 chest bar pull-ups. Single leg squats. So squats of the wall ball into the pistols. And then the dumbbell snatches ground overhead. Pulling from the floor, one motion overhead. That was event four. High volume time frame. Was that 25 minutes, I think, was the time cap there? That uh, most everyone got capped with. Something, yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. few people in the world finished that event. Let me see what the cap was. 25 minutes, yep. And into event five, 
21-15-9, heavy deadlifts, high box jumps, heavy pulling from the floor, big explosive jump onto top of your box. Again, sub three for the majority of the elite athletes doing that. Then we go to event number six. Where we have double unders, shoulders, handstand push-ups, pressing out shoulders, 40 toes to bar, more hanging, pulling, core, shoulder overhead, and then the front walking lunge. So a lot of upper body endurance and fatigue, I think, is what we're starting to see a little bit here, right? I mean, everything in event six is upper body, shoulders. Yep. Every single one of those. Double under, handstand push-up, toes to bar, shoulder overhead, front rack walking lunge. Um, then we go to event seven. 15-foot rope climbs, total, you have eight of them, more upper body pulling and endurance, squat cleans, more heavy pulling from the floor with squatting. Um, the one thing I see a lot of is just a lot of upper body pulling. Um, there More than, I would say, most. There's massive redundancy here. Massive. <laughs> I mean, I, to say that there's you, you're noticing a lot. Like I, I think that that's an understatement. I, I'll say this: I like all the events. I like. Yes. I, I think that they are 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 great events. And and again, the the purpose of the regionals is so that you can filter all the people that went through the open to get the fittest people to the games. And the open, classically, especially in this era of the open and the regional, was <clears throat> the open was very light and uh high speed so you get your your smaller faster athletes are usually in there and then you try to use this element the regional element to filter to get your strong athletes to be able to get to the game to where you can actually put some different kind of tests on them mm. i like these events individually for what they did but i i just i just really think when i'm looking at it and i haven't really i mean i i enjoyed the weekend when i when i was in it but when i look at it through this lens all we did was pull. You got the row. You got the pull-ups. Then you got to you know clean the bar overhead. You know to get it on the overhead squats. And then you got the muscle-ups. And then you got chest-to-bar pull-ups. And then you got the dumbbell snatches. And then you got the deadlifts. And then you got uh, the the heavy squat cleans and the rope climbs. I mean, you're pulling, 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 pulling. pulling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, in the pat, what I do like is that there are there is a lot of squatting that we did. Yes. A lot of squatting. Single leg, double leg. Um, you know, squat cleans, overhead squats, uh, the rows, the, I mean, there's a lot Lunges. of that too. So I, I, I like the pieces. Yes. Um, I do, I do think there are redundancies in that. Um, yes, we had seven events. I, we should have made it six. And I, you know, I asked a question earlier, if you had to cut one of the long chippers out, which one would you cut? And as I was, as I'm looking at this right here, I, I would say cut event four, even though I like the hundreds, but that would take out a lot of the, that takes out 200 reps of pulling 200 reps of squatting yeah, to help kind of even up what you have going on. Event six, we know that that's all, I mean, just generally it's, it's shoulder, shoulder stuff. It's pushing stuff for the, I mean, like with the handstand pushups and the, the double unders is kind of the. Um, you know, shoulder fatigue anyway, mm -hmm. um, shoulder to overhead. So you're, you're finally pushing there too. Yes. You have the squats with the lunges, but it's, it's not that many of that. So I just think that would kind of clean it up a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I can see that because I like all of them. I like all of them. Right. So when you're picking one, it's like this event sucks. Like that's not the choice we're making. No, not at all. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you, listen, do you agree event, that there's like too much pulling? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, thirty pull-ups, thirty muscle-ups. That's thirty reps. One hundred pull-ups. That's one hundred and sixty total pulls. Heavy deadlifts is a pulling movement. That's grippy, intensive off the hands from the floor. Not to mention the dumbbell snatches is also a high volume, heavy pull from the floor. Yeah. Um, toes to bar is another one and then eight rope climbs and the squat cleans right like those are all pulling movements in different directions pulling doesn't just have to be vertical right and uh you know from overhead to chin over bar so yeah there's a shitload of pulling and and, and, I, and i will say this like i i actually like pulling events i i really do i just yes. think that this this when you lay it out like this you all of a sudden it's like okay it's all pulling i mean as an athlete i don't when you're an athlete and you go into whatever the region is like i didn't care right. i didn't care what the events were i didn't care to, to say like well you know there's this many pulling events and there's this many squatting events and there's many because it doesn't matter okay. it, it doesn't matter it's like no. start here and you finish over there and here are the things you got to do and it's like okay line them up whatever um, but when you stand back and look at this, yeah. if you were to program, if you were to program this setup, um, let's say take an event and make it a seven day week for your gym, mm -hmm. what you would find out is that everyone's arms would be smashed. Their backs would be wrecked because of yeah. all the pulling pieces that they had to do. Yeah. And yes, you know, we're trying to qualify and, you know, the, the, the elite athletes to the games, but I just. I just think that now looking at it, it just seems too skewed on that. All right. It's not blended enough. I have I have a suggestion for you. I'm I'm it's hard for me to take one away because then the numbers per day don't really fit because of that two parter. What if because the listen, the hundreds event is a beating. It's just a yeah. beating. Like, it's a beating so much that it, it can take away from the other events that follow it, which it did for some people, right? And, and I don't mean the unprepared, right? I just mean in general. That's a lot. That's a huge, huge high-volume event. What if, instead of picking one chipper or the other, in event four, you just cut all the reps in half? 50 reps of everything. And now instead of a beating, it's a race. Now it's a race, yeah. And so you still get your test in there, but it's a different test. Yeah, no, I, I think that would that it, would make the weekend better for sure. Um, I, I, I still think that we were, uh, even, even with the goal being that we're trying to qualify the right people to the game. Like this isn't, this isn't, did you make the test to find the fittest? Mm -hmm. And that, that's, that's what people have to understand when, 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 when we're qualifying, uh, you know, what the regionals is the regional was a qualifying step. And we, we took the first step of the open and got our pull from that. And now we have to have a, we can't have the exact same qualifier. It's like, what did we miss in the open? And so we're trying to get those things in here. And I think, 
you know, again, weight wise, rep wise, all that kind of stuff. I think that we did that, but it's, you know, you still want to make it relatively well-rounded in that realm. And I, I just, I still feel that there's a a whole bunch of pulling on this, even, even cutting it down. Um, I see what you're saying about, you know, ruining the, the flow of the weekend can't have, I'm just trying to make it fit a little bit. One twenty-one fifteen nine on day two. Um, but I, I mean, if they did that, yeah, totally, they would still fit. I mean, would it would it change it a little bit? Yeah, because you're taking out sure. 100 reps of pulling and 100 reps of squatting. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking out. I mean, for sure. 200 total sure. reps of that entire event. Yeah. And then, yeah. so I'm trying to think, is like, okay, what if you take event, let's say, you take event seven, and you make that event four. So rope climbs and cleans to start Saturday morning. And then you do this chipper, but in 50s to end the night. So you have this like little sprint chipper. Move the deadlift box jump to Sunday morning. And then bump individual six, six to, the to be the f- final. Yeah, I'd be done with that. Cause then, cause like Saturday, you have two events that are pretty similar time frame wise that are very volatile now. Yeah. Right. And so you like Saturday's moving day, right? Yeah. It's like so much moving and shaking in two events that you can't really be like he's gonna do well, she's gonna do great, or vice versa, right? So Saturday you have a lot of volatility, and then Sunday it's like boom, twenty one fifteen nine. Have you gotten better under this fatigue, but not broke off? Right. Right. What we did. Right. And then you had that chipper to finish a walking lunch to the CrossFit games. I mean, yeah, I, I, as, as opposed would, to just totally removing one out is like modify shuffle. Yeah. I'm I can't that. really pick one of the other to take out just because if I, if I look at the whole, right. Which one do you like better? Just without it placing anywhere. Uh, you I had like, to do one of them and be like, okay, this one, not which one do you think you would be you would do better in? Yeah, I think which one uh, do you think is better? I think event six is better. Okay, that that's a like if I, if I want to say hey who's the who's some of the best CrossFitters out here? That's what you'd hit him with. Mm. The other one okay. is like I said, the other one is just it's just a slog fest volume beating. Yeah, I mean yes, it's a test of fitness. You can't be unfit and do well there, right? You can't fake that event, but it's just a beating yeah and i'm better at event four i won i won that event i was one of three people in our region to finish and one of a handful in the world to finish yeah right and i didn't and i got capped in event six but that was for a very variety of other reasons (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i like like i'll take that i'll take that yeah all right i'll take that just trying to you know like we usually do a little armchair quarterbacking and modifying is a little moving and shaking, but yeah, I don't want to take any one of them out, but yeah, I like event six chipper over event four, just as a, what I would throw out a test for somebody. All right. All right. Okay. End of the weekend, seven events, three days. We have two thumbs to vote with for our element 26 thumb tape review. Bill, I think I went first last time, so I will let you take the honors to go first this time? Uh, I'm going to go a very solid one and a half. Okay. 
Um, I, again, individually looking at the events, I really like the events. Um, I think that there is a nice mix of strength without doing a one rep max sort of a, a setup. I like the three rep um, overhead squat where you had to choose your starting weight. So there was a lot of strategy, not just brute strength stuff. Um, the, the squat cleans were heavy. The deadlifts were heavy. Uh, but I, I, I really like what the events were. I just feel like it was lopsided a little bit. I feel like we're still, even in this year, trying to figure out what the purposes of the qualifying stages are to get to the CrossFit Games. Do yeah, I think that the right people got to the Games? Yeah, I don't think that there was necessarily uh, you know, people that didn't make it that should have made it um, sort of thing. But when you fall into when you fall into those specific qualifications that it, it 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 it's now important like you can't haphazardly have every single event that you're pulling oh and we'll throw some handstand push-ups in there to make it all <laughs> right a push-in event or whatever but um like i said i really like the events individually i think that they could have been designed a little bit better as far as like where they were placed on the day is different um um, I, I like the idea of adjusting the event for and then moving it. I think that, that that's really good. But I think overall, um, I like I like it. There were some really fun events, some really exciting things that happened. It opened with a bang, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of drama, a lot of fireworks. Um, it, I think it was I think it was a great show for the athletes and for the, uh, the spectators as, as well. So one and a half for me. All right. I think you gave 2012 a one and a half too. I did. Which one did you like it, better? Um, like our, our grading scale doesn't go region to region. It's isolated in the year it is, but I'm curious totally. to see which and, one you and, liked and more. That's a good question because I was actually, when I was trying to come up with what I would vote here, I was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And I think I gave them each one and a half for kind of different reasons. Okay. I think uh, if I remember correctly, I like 2012 as a whole minus the last event. Yes. I think if we would have taken that out, I would have given more, uh, so, a yes. better rating to that because it just seemed like, okay, it didn't, it didn't fit. It did. The one event didn't fit. Mm -hmm. um, we went, we went heavy. Yeah. And that was kind of a, that was kind of a jump. And, and so I, but I think I like the individual events of this one better. It's just how it's kind of put together or why they were put where they were and how they were. So I, as far as which one I like better. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I mean, I did better in the 2012, but I think I'd liked this one better. I like the events better. Okay. So I like this one better. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. I dude, I didn't really know. That was a good question. Oh, I don't hey, know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my Element 26 thumb tape review is I will also give it one and a half for different reasons. Um, I did like the events individually. I didn't care for the repeat deadlift personally, but that is, has no factor on my voting. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> was this the first time we've repeated a regional event? I mean, this is only, what, the third time we've had regional, so I guess... That's not yeah. saying much. <laughs> yeah. 
have we repeated one since? Uh, Is this the first and only regional repeat? Yeah, I think so. Of course. Of course it would be. (laughs) 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 Um, I am with you, individually isolated in its own bubbles. I like all the events. Obviously, I don't like the deadlift one because I'm bad at it, but it's a good event. So subjectivity aside. Uh, And testing the rope climb clean one was actually great for me. Oddly enough, I'm, I'm okay at that weight. I'm really good at rope climbs. And it was at the time in a strength position that 225 was more than manageable. I was actually pretty good at it. Um, the two chippers were the two chippers. They're two, obviously they're chippers. So they're two different styles. Uh, for super, like I said before, super high volume. I will give it one and a half. I liked the... Uniqueness of the overhead squat test, even though it reads so simple on paper, but once you got into it, it was very fun. Um, the wrinkle of the burpee with the ring muscle-ups was unique and fresh. Um, Jackie, it was always it's such, that was such a fun, just watching that event across regions was just fun to watch what was cap- like possible um, by the athletes. I gave 2012 one and a quarter, I believe. And so I like this one a little bit more. Upon going through it, there was a lot of redundancy here, a lot of heavy pulling just in volume um, and in weight. I mean, the like I said, 100 snatches at 70 and 50 in 2013 was significant. Yeah. Significant. The deadlift was heavy, even though some people did very well. The squat cleans were the squat cleans, but... Um, yeah, one and a half. I thought it was a good regional. I thought everybody who qualified really earned their stripes to get to the CrossFit game. So at the end of the day, this accomplished what it was set out to accomplish. But again, like you said, Bill, this is 2013. This is the third year, only the third year where we've had standardized programming as a qualifier to the CrossFit game. So you're right. They are still learning. Yeah. And, you know, we making sure we judge this based off what it was like. We give it a positive review. It was a good regional test. It got the right people to the CrossFit Games. I think in this one, I gave it an extra quarter than I did in 2012 because, yes, it was some redundancy there, but I still don't think it favored one athlete. Right? It's like, yes, we did a lot of squatting, but a lot of different squatting. We did, a lot, yeah, we did a lot of pulling, but a lot of different pulling, whereas in 2012, it was all the same pulling it was only really two different styles of events between event one three and five and two four and six so i'll give it one and a half there you go i'll give it one and a half although i would be curious to see um with our event shake up and shifting what that would have looked like yeah totally a 50s test that'd be fun maybe i'll program that 50 wall ball shots, 50 chest bar pull-ups 50 pistols 50 dumbbell snatches yeah, that's a, that's an entirely different event now oh wow. just not a different even, it's world. not even in the same realm. Yeah. It's not like, oh, it's just half of it. No, it's like it's a completely different race. Well, I remember now that I'm thinking about it is that the teams did this in a relay format, but it was 30 of everything. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's just unbroken everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. almost not – that's not enough volume. Right. Right. Like that's right. Like where where are you gonna mess up other than get into no rep or yeah. you trip? Yeah, like thirty, but I, I think fifty, right? Because like okay, thirty wall ball shots, pff, whatever. 
Yeah. 30 chest bar pull-ups. Fine. I'll yeah. get there, right? 30 pistols. Okay, okay. I, I might have lost um, my balance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then 30 dumbbell snatches at 70 and 50. At that point now, it's, yeah, there's, there's, there's not enough volume to separate. So I think 50 is right on that edge. Okay, yeah, I can 50 wall ball shots unbroken. But what is do that going to do to my pull-ups? <laughs> right. How are my legs going to feel going into the pistols? Do I do 50 pistols as fast as I can? What is that going to do to my legs yep. and low back for these dumbbell snatches? Yep. And you can't really, I mean, some people can now, but 70, 50 for 50 reps? At that high intensity coming in, I think that would be. That would be a good race. That would be good. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. I agree. All right, bro. Right, good dude. time. So one and a half for Bill, one and a half for me. We each had our different reasons, and based off what we did in 2012 to now, different scopes of the spectrum as we go from year to year. The next year we will be doing is 2014, which was a very exciting year, especially in the Central East that we got to be a part of. This was uh, That's right. Richard, uh, Richard's, Rich Froning's swan song year. He had mm. announced his retirement. This was uh, 2013 was also the year... Uh, the year Matt Fraser started competing at regionals. That's right. That's when he had yeah. made a name for himself in the overhead squad event. That's where. Uh, That's right. We're like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And that was. Um, is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? And then we found out. But oh, it's that guy. That guy. <laughs> but that was 2013. We want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Give us your feedback of what you thought of this year. If this is your first time hearing it, go back and look. Go back and watch old videos. They're out there now. the The analogs or the the stockpile of video is building now on YouTube as we go, you know, we get bigger in the years and you know, all of these regions were broadcasted around the world for the most part. Maybe a couple were not, but go back and look at some of your OGs throwing down. Go watch Bill. Go, <laughs> go watch Bill. <laughs> go watch a young Bill of 40 something. <laughs> <laughs> a relatively young Bill based off our A younger Bill. A younger Bill. But uh, that was super fun. I'm excited to get further into these as we march towards the infamous year of 2018 and then the blip that was 2019 through 2020. But don't forget, we are going to announce the dates of our elimination bracket for the greatest open event of all time. We'll work with Tommy and Sean over at Talking Elite Fitness and get you guys some brackets. So we'll have some fun. We'll set some dates there. I want to thank our supporters on Patreon and our partners of the show. Bill, you have sir. a wonderful weekend, sir. You too, man. All you right, too. everybody. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.